Steve and Darren's top five things. The premise of the podcast, the whole idea, our yeah. our gimmick, if you'll have it. Yeah, break this down for me. I'm going to explain it to you like it's your very first episode, although I suspect it's not, but on the chance that it is, what we do is review what we did on our morning show, which you can hear every morning on Planet 93.9, well, weekday mornings. We do need some time to rest our, our bodies and our minds. But these are the top five things that happened on that morning show, the Dave and Darren in the morning show. Top five things podcast. That's how it works. In no particular order. Well, no, that's not entirely true. We do it in, in a sequential order. But that does not mean to suggest that the, what you're about to hear at number one is somehow better than the other four things. Sometimes it is. Oftentimes it's not. It's just five things. You know, that's the sort of scolding I need. Where do we start, smart guy? How about number one, then, I guess? Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. What is Michigan but the Florida of the Midwest? This one involves a deer stand and a trap door. Marquette County, Michigan. A Michigan man is looking at a 60-day jail sentence after he confessed to repeatedly sabotaging a hunter's tree stand up in the UP, causing the hunter to fall 15 to 20 feet. Oh, I'm going to do a little work on that tree stand when, he, when he's not here. A little sabotage. Thomas Steele III pled guilty to misdemeanors of aggravated assault and hunter harassment in Marquette County Circuit Court. He must reimburse the victim's medical expenses for injuries sustained in the fall from the tree stand. He's also got to serve a one-year probation term. His hunting privileges also revoked. And let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If you're in the UP and your hunting privileges are revoked, what's the point? I don't want to be here anymore. Michigan's a member of the Interstate Wildlife Violators Compact, so that means his right to hunt is also revoked in nearly all 50 states. Boy, you've really messed up. According to the Michigan Department of Natural Resources, Steele began harassing another hunter in October of 2020 due to a dispute over a tree stand on public land in Marquette County, Michigan. That's my tree. The hunter arrived at his tree stand one day and found a note on his trail camera stating that he was set up in Steele's hunting spot. Hey, that's my spot. Mm -hmm. Steele, who was then a student at Northern Michigan University, left his phone number on the note. So the hunter calls him up. Steele says, you got to stay off that land. But the problem is, under Michigan law, you can't claim exclusive rights to public hunting land. Any tree stand or deer blind that's left unoccupied on state land can be used by anybody. Oh, if okay. It's, if there's a deer you put stand, a stand up there and you leave, then it's everybody's stand, and you should know that. Everyone knows that. Hunter calls the number. He says, "You you got to stay off of my land. It's not your land. You don't get to call dibs on a on a tree stand or a deer blind." Yeah, it doesn't make doesn't make it your tree. So they agreed to a handshake deal, and then the hunter thought about it and said, "No, wait a minute. I'm going back to that spot." He stepped on the plant form of the deer stand and immediately fell 15 to 20 feet to the ground. <laughs> oh, he you, built you. a trap door, <laughs> a trap door on a deer stand. Oh, man. The hunter landed on his feet, but injured landed his... Landed on his feet? Yes. 
drive him right into the ground, break your ankles. He injured his ankle and his back, according to the Department of Natural Resources. The hunter reported the incident to the DNR, who then launched an investigation on this <laughs> deer stand trap door scandal. Weeks went by, and the hunter returned to the hunting location and used new straps to set up his tree stand. The next day, Steele, who was using a camera to spy on the hunter, contacted the hunter again. The conservation officer continued to closely monitor the hunter's tree stand, eventually acquiring evidence of Steele cutting the victim's tree stand straps a second time. The straps were cut in such a way that they would support the weight of the tree stand, but would break as soon as additional weight was applied on them, having a trapdoor effect. Wow. He was going to do it again. The craziness. I love it. They got a search warrant for this guy's trail camera, which he had left on state land. Steele thought the hunter stole his trail camera, so he starts leaving threatening voicemails on the hunter's phone and disparages him on multiple local social media groups. The problem was the, that other hunter didn't take her camera. The state of Michigan did. And then this guy calls 911 to report his missing trail camera. That's when the conservation officers use this as an opportunity to set up a meeting, during which Steele eventually admitted to sabotaging the tree stand. Okay, maybe I did. Look, it's possible that I uh, put a trapdoor in the tree stand. I'm not going to say that it that it didn't happen. It's entirely possible that it did. Did it twice. So, yeah, now oh, this guy... Think you're going to use that tree stand, huh? <laughs> that's, that's mine. That's for me. I, I have exclusive rights to it. That's not how anything works, man. Well, now you can't, you can't hunt in the state of Michigan in, or anywhere because of this compact that they have with all these other states. So <laughs> congratulations. What have I done? Sure, a trapdoor in a tree stand seemed like a good idea at the time. Two. 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 Chicken of the Sea. They've got a contest where if you can give them proof, scientific proof of a mermaid, they'll give you a million dollars. I would think if you found an actual mermaid, uh -huh. it would be worth more than a million dollars, right? Chicken of the Sea, whose mermaid mascot has been prominently displayed on their can since the 50s, is offering a million-dollar grand prize to anyone who can show that people are real. I don't think it's ethical if you did find a mermaid... <laughs> Bring her in chains. ...to take her into in your possession. <laughs> I, need your I mean, I, I, thought that, I thought all that got outlawed. The potential winner will have to not only submit video evidence, they'll also have to set up an interview between the mermaid and the chicken of the sea's mermaid expert. Uh, do mermaids talk? I don't know that they talk. Don't they just sing? If you tried to talk, you drowned. You've got until the end of February to get your submission in for the chicken of the sea mermaid contest, the rules stipulate here, quote, 
For avoidance of doubt, aquatic animals, i.e. manatee, fish, lobsters, dolphins, jellyfish, sharks, sea turtles, starfish, crabs, octopuses, whales, seahorses, squids, swordfish, shrimp, killer whales, manta rays, otters, and oysters are not mermaids. For further avoidance of doubt... (laughs) I like that. Don't try to come in here and pass off a scallop as a mermaid. (laughs) It ain't happening. I put a tube top on a seahorse. (laughs) What do you think of that? Uh, It also says here, for further avoidance of doubt, mythical oceanic lake, river, and or water-dwelling creatures, i.e. sirens... Ocean dwelling spirits or ghosts, blue men, kelpies, selkies, seawater deities of myth and or legend, i.e. Atagaritis, Sedna, Triton, Oannis, etc., are also not mermaids. Yeah, they're covering their butt here. <laughs> Imagine having to go to your lawyer, a chicken of the sea, and saying, We want to do this contest, but we want to make sure it's on the up and up. All right, give me that. Give me a week figure this out. (laughs) Uh, If you feel that that's too much work, you can also send in a mermaid-themed image or video for the chance of winning the grand prize of $2,500. $2,500? My goodness. First prize, $2,500. So you can get $2,500 with a a picture, but if you bring in an actual mermaid, that's a million dollars from the people at Chicken of the Sea. Do you know why they call it Chicken of the Sea? Because in the old days, fishermen referred to white albacore tuna as chicken of the sea because of the white color of its flesh. Uh-huh. And the mild flavor reminded them of chicken. Is that where the it tastes like chicken got started? With tuna? Was tuna the first Maybe, thing that somebody tuna, ate? Tuna, the original tastes like chicken? Yeah, right? Well, that sounds like it's going back a ways. The, uh, the company founder thought this would be a unique name for a brand of tuna, the Chicken of the Sea. By the way, the blonde mermaid that you find on the cans of Chicken of the Sea, uh, her name is Catalina, a blonde mermaid with a golden scepter, introduced in the 1950s. How about that? Chicken of the Sea. If you bring them a mermaid, they'll give you a million dollars. Let's look into that. Does does the mermaid in Chicken of the Sea, she's got like a, she wears a top, right? I think the Starbucks mermaid doesn't. Am I way off on that? No, you're thinking of the Blind Faith album. Oh, no, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, it's not okay. Because uh-uh. uh, yeah, the, the the Starbucks mascot. Does she have a name? What's that? What's the mermaid's name for Starbucks? Uh, she's just called the Siren. They say she's not a real person, but we think of her as one. You didn't even give her a name. You didn't even give her a chance. At least the Chicken of the Sea people gave that mermaid a name. Catalina, the Starbucks. Mermaid doesn't even have a name? That's not cool. I rode through the desert on a mermaid with no name. <laughs> Number three. 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 A lot of people 
having trouble processing this news. The little bottles of Fireball cinnamon that you buy at gas stations. Yeah. There's no whiskey in there. What? A class action lawsuit filed in Cook County, Illinois, against the makers of Fireball cinnamon over what they say is a purposefully misleading packaging. Uh-huh. Anna Marquez, on January 7th, filed suit in United States District Court, Northern District of Illinois, over what she's calling deceptive labeling on Fireball Cinnamon. Fireball Cinnamon is a suite of products that include malt-based and wine-based alcoholic beverages made to capture the essence of whiskey of the original Fireball Cinnamon whiskey, but it doesn't contain any actual whiskey. Okay, so we got we have two different things here. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking about? There is a Fireball whiskey? Yes, but the little bottles you get at gas stations, yeah. there's no whiskey in there. Okay. Despite the fact that on the bottle it clearly says Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. It sure does. But that means it's the essence of whiskey, you see. Miniature bottles of Fireball Cinnamon that you find at a gas station, right? Uh, they are sold in, in stores that can only sell beer, malt beverages, and wine products. So like... Gas stations. Some states have grocery stores where you can't sell liquor. You can only sell beer. That is not the same product as the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey that actually contains whiskey. Okay, but they do have little bottles of cinnamon whiskey, Mm -hmm. Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, in liquor stores. I'm guessing. Are those whiskey? Well, the suit alleges the problem is you've got Fireball Cinnamon and you've got Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. But the, the labels are virtually indistinguishable. If you saw a Fireball Cinnamon on a little bottle, yeah. you would assume it was the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. But what were you just showing me? This is actual whiskey Okay, here. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is. Okay. Right. But if you were to see a bottle that said Fireball... And then just cinnamon. And it looks like whiskey. Here's, here's the difference, okay? This one says Fireball okay. Cinnamon... This one says Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Okay, I got you. But you can understand how someone will buy Fireball Cinnamon here, this little bottle, and assume that this is this. Sure. But it's not. Okay. And that's what the lawsuit is now, a a class action lawsuit. This is going to, you're going to be hearing ads like this like you do for Camp Lejeune. If you've been wronged by little tiny bottles of Fireball Cinnamon, call our office. My lawsuit is what I was looking for Mm -hmm. was something that was worse for me. I wanted something that was going to be, you know, more detrimental to me. She says she purchased bottles of Fireball Cinnamon assuming they contained whiskey, Uh. which they do not. The parent company and maker of both of these Fireball products says that they do not comment on ongoing litigation. I think that's code for, yeah, we screwed up because... You did this on purpose. It's all to the try same company. People. Yeah, it's all the same oh, company. Oh yeah, Cesarac makes these uh, Fireball products. Some uh-huh. of them are malt beverage based, and, and others are, are whiskey. Okay. The lawsuit alleges that in addition to the titles of the products being too similar to tell apart, the fine print text on Fireball cinnamon bottles are similarly misleading, writing that the words "with natural whiskey and other flavors." That's a clever turn of phrase uh-huh. because consumers who strain to read the label will see the phrase natural whiskey and they will think that's a separate With. term from yeah. other flavors yeah. and assume, well, it says there's whiskey in here, but, but there isn't. 
Quote, they will think the product is a malt beverage with added natural whiskey and other flavors, right? Uh So the fact that it's natural whiskey and other flavors, it makes it sound like there's natural whiskey in here and and there are other flavors. One of those flavors being cinnamon. Right. It's (laughs) natural whiskey and other flavors. It's a whiskey flavor, you see. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. I, I completely buy into the fact that that's something that you can probably prove in court was intentionally misleading. Uh-huh. The suit also says that even if a distilled spirit like whiskey was used to manufacture the flavor, it loses its classification as a spirit when it's blended with other ingredients, which is why the product is allowed to be sold at places that you cannot legally sell fireball cinnamon whiskey. Mm-hmm. The suit cites local news stories that reinforce the idea that the new product has created confusion amongst consumers. There's an article from the Hudson Valley that says, since when can you buy Fireball at gas stations in the Hudson Valley? Which asks the question without a resolution. Because in some states, you cannot buy liquor at gas stations. So people are saying, well, what is this about? Right? Did they change the law just for Fireball? They didn't. Fireball made a change to what they're putting in the bottles, but you're being being misled. The lawsuit claims that Sazerac, the parent company, violated state consumer fraud statutes breached express warranty, and benefited from unjust enrichment, they seek to represent more than 100 plaintiffs, in addition to Marquez, who purchased the item at thousands of stores, including grocery stores, big box stores, gas stations, and convenience stores. Now, as clever as you think you are by doing this, you can't foresee that eventually you're going to get nailed? Yeah, that's that's a great point. That's a great point. You, you you don't want to give anybody, any of your customers, any credit that they might be able to figure this out. And like you said, also figure out, hey, wait a minute, how are they selling this when you can't sell this here? The plaintiff is a Cook County resident, but this suit was submitted by Spencer Sheehan and Associates. And they're seeking to cover anyone in Illinois or Iowa Also, North Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, Alaska, Mississippi, Arkansas, Kansas, Arizona, South Carolina, or Utah. But Illinois and Iowa residents are all covered under this. If you purchase this fireball cinnamon with the uh, uh, misunderstanding that there'd be whiskey in it, the filing states that the amount of damages for the plaintiffs, if the suit uh, would exceed $5 million, including any statutory and punitive damages. Now, this, this Spencer Sheen and Associates... Uh, well-known for bringing lawsuits against big food and beverage companies. More than 400 lawsuits like this. In 2021, he sued Frito-Lay, alleging they didn't use enough real lime juice in their Hint of Lime Tostitos. Then in October, they went after Kellogg's, accusing the company of falsely advertising the strawberry content in their frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts. Well, if you can make those sort of things happen... This is going to be a piece of cake. Uh, Right? This is the same firm. We shared the story a couple of months ago when a woman was suing Velveeta shells and cheese because the box says it's ready in three minutes. Yeah. But it really takes three and a half minutes to make if you follow the instructions on the box. See, anytime, they're they're always looking for some way to get these food and beverage places for for making... False claims. False claims. And I think it speaks more to your point, knowing that there are attorneys who are just looking specifically for cases like this, 
How is it that no one at the Fireball Company said, if we put this out and make it look like it's whiskey, we're going to lose our ass. They're going to come after us in the United States District Court of Northern District of Illinois. You couldn't be that forward thinking? Yeah. The Velveeta, I mean, a lot of these things, the hint of lime, I don't know what to tell you about that. But looking at these two bottles, the Fireball Cinnamon and the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, and the fact that it says natural whiskey and other flavors, I think a reasonable person could look at this Fireball Cinnamon that you get at a gas station in Iowa or Illinois and think that you were getting whiskey. When you are not, you're getting a cinnamon-flavored malt beverage for 99 cents. A buddy of mine was telling me that he's the way he unwinds lately is with, do, do I want to hear this? I don't think you do. He says every night he unwinds with fireball and ice. He just puts some ice in a glass and just drinks fireball. Uh, and I'm thinking, you don't wake up in the middle of the night with like the worst heartburn ever? What is I don't know how that's relaxing. I am a fireball. I'm more fireball than man. That's what I do. I go around the house lighting candles with my burps. Helps me to sleep. <laughs> well, we'll see how this goes. But if you uh, if you feel you've been wronged as a resident here in Iowa or Illinois, uh, yeah. take a look at this fireball lawsuit. You may be entitled to damages. Where were you getting your fireball? Number four. 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 Oh, I've got a Florida story I want to share with you. Florida. Florida woman is in trouble for battering a convenience store clerk with a pair of Slim Jim beef sticks. After being accused of shoplifting Slim Jim beef sticks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Whip it, whip it good. (laughs) Smack. Cops allege that Casey Breezal, a 40-year-old woman, was confronted on Monday afternoon by the female victim at the exit doors to the Sitco gas station. Breezal pushed the victim to get past her and then struck the 34-year-old clerk with two Slim Jim beef sticks that she was, at the time, stealing. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim! <laughs> oh, yeah. The clerk was not injured in the Slim You could gym. be, though. I could see how you could be. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I got Slim Jim-related injuries. What are those, uh... What are those marks on your face? <laughs> Some... I got Slim Jim. <laughs> you boys a bit bored? <laughs> wow, those look kind of bad. They're, they're starting to blister. <laughs> It'll do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You put the right snap on it. Uh, she admittedly uh, admitted to the battery uh, right after she was being read her rights. Charged with battery theft and resisting a merchant... Brizel is being held in county jail down there in Florida in lieu of a $2,600 bond. Wow. This woman has a lengthy rap sheet that includes several state prison stays and convictions for cocaine possession, burglary, and trafficking in stolen property and theft. This is, to the best of my knowledge, the first Slim Jim-related incident. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Or maybe that's... 
<laughs> Maybe that's what she does. I don't know. This looks like... Wow, Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care. This sounds like the sort of thing that you would find on the internet. What? You know how they have... Uh, is it a tortilla challenge? What? What is the thing where they people like slap each other in the face with tortillas? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Um, Slim Jim fights? To, there have to be Slim Jim fights it don't, among, uh, you know... Right now, Dana White is writing something down on a notebook... Bring this up at the next board meeting. What if people just slap each other with Slim Jims? Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. How is this not the next TikTok challenge? <laughs> Slim Jim fights? Yeah, with the, uh, you know, young guys. All right. Just I'm g- taking so- turns, slapping. And then after the fight, they just kind of sit down and, <laughs> and consume their Slim Jims. Well, see, at least there's that. That's productive. Yeah, like, no, that's like, uh, you know, that, that was a good fight. I, re- <laughs> I, I respect the hell out of you. We may not agree on a lot, and that disagreement may have turned into a physical altercation. But you and I will both fight to the death anyone who says anything negative about delicious Slim Jims. Slim Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Slim Jim is just beef jerky, right? Oh no! It's what not, is it? No, it's more of a. It's it's going to be closer to like a uh, like a so- summer sausage than a than beef jerky. So it's like a sausage. It's it's, it's yeah. It's been widely available in the United States. Slim Jim. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, they make five hundred and sixty nine million meat sticks. Wait, is that what they've made total? That seems like an odd number to to have at the top of your head. Slim Jims were invented in 1929 in Philadelphia by Jack Cornella. He and his partner, Adolph Levis, hired a meatpacker to develop the product for production in the 1940s. It's a beef stick is what it is. Okay. But I don't know that they originally were. I mean, some of them are quite long now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like a, a Slim Jim that you would expect to like a, like a, share a weekend with? Like a car antenna. Oh, yeah! <laughs> like a super rope, but it's... Yeah, a, there is like, yeah, like a super rope. I like that angle. I'm guessing that's what she used. I mean, just the like the little ones. I don't even know how you would hurt someone with that. The, the little ones right. aren't going to do anything. Well, if you wrap it around their neck and you can choke them to death. Well, don't. Now this is that would be this escalated quickly it to the next level. Jeez. Slim Jim. Oh yeah. Oh no. Slim Jim related murder? What are you in for? I made a noose out of a Slim Jim. Five. 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 Number five. Coon Rapids, Minnesota. It's a suburb of Minneapolis. 63,599 people live there. That makes it the 50th largest city in all of Minnesota and the seventh largest suburb of the Twin Cities. Okay. Coon Rapids is having a problem. Wild turkey making life difficult for the people in Coon Rapids. The uh, liquor? No, an actual, honest to God, wild turkey. wild turkey. Yeah. This one... It seems to me there's an obvious solution to this. 
tell me tell me what you think. Well, neighbors in a Coon Rapids mobile home park are battling with a bird. They say this wild turkey has been terrorizing the neighborhood, even attacking people and chasing down cars. As WCCO's Kirsten Mitchell shows us, neighbors hope something can be done. We named it Reggie after the part in Turkey and Freebirds because we thought it was silly that it showed up right after Thanksgiving. Reggie. My cousin started calling her Gladys. Or Gladys. This turkey is literally... You know, one of us calls it Reggie, the other one calls it Gladys, you know. Or Gladys. <laughs> what? Did that... Did she say oh, this story... Gladys started. or Gladys? No, Reggie. They named the, the bird Reggie. Yeah. And then the yeah. other one says, no, I call it Gladys. Or Gladys. Play that again. Doesn't she say Gladys or Gladys? Here we go. The wild turkey terrorizing Coon Rapids. Neighbors hope something can be done. We named it Reggie after the part in Turkey and Freebirds because we thought it was silly that it showed up right after Thanksgiving. Reggie. My cousin started calling her Gladys. Or Gladys. This turkey has literally taken over our life. Is no longer welcome in the neighborhood. <laughs> This turkey's literally taken over our life. It rules our land. <laughs> He's literally taken over our life. <laughs> it's fearless of water and seemingly people too. Rachel Gross says she lives in fear. This turkey attacks me every single day, follows me, goes up my stairs and tries to get in my house. Oh my God. When I leave in the car, follows me in my car. The lone wild turkey has drawn blood, pecked at tires and chased cars. It gets on the back of my husband's truck and follows me. It rode to Chipotle with me one time. <laughs> Even the cats have to watch their back. <laughs> to the Chipotle, to you know. <laughs> That's the best part. Oh, yeah, no, it, it, it rode to Chipotle with me one time. You wouldn't believe it. My water bottle and my golf club with me everywhere I go. Emily Alston worries about the kids who live in the mobile home park. I mean, my one-year-old grandbaby just moved in with us, and I'm afraid to even, like, take her outside, you know, especially when the weather gets nice, you know. Like, we can't have people over. We can't have a barbecue. Oh, you know, we can't have a barbecue, you know. My one-year-old grandbaby, you know, she she's about the size of a wild turkey, you know. And we can't have a barbecue, you know. Kids? that walk to the bus stop every morning. I have to come out and help them, but now they're smart and they carry sticks. Rachel and Emily say they've tried everything <laughs> from contacting the wildlife experts at DNR to even calling 911 when this turkey wouldn't let Rachel leave her house for hours. Can you please hurry up, police officers? They've taken down bird feeders like the DNR suggested, but can't say the same for others. They don't want to harm the turkey, just wanted to trot somewhere else. It's not safe for anybody, including the turkey, you know? So I would just like it to be relocated to a place where it can live with other turkeys and be happier, and it's not going to be a nuisance to people or potentially hurt somebody. She's lonely, and I feel bad. But why can't they just relocate this bird, please? In Coon Rapids, Kirsten Mitchell, WCCO 4 News. I don't understand why you can't uh, just take her here from Coon Rapids and take her over to Coon River. <laughs> you know where this thing will be happier, you know.
with the other uh, turkeys that it can live with. This turkey has literally taken over my life, you know. It's stolen my identity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this turkey rang up a bunch of charges on my credit card, you know. This turkey's committed (laughs) tax fraud. (laughs) (laughs) And racketeering. They keep reaching out to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, you know, to try and move this stupid turkey. But they're not going to be getting any help from the state anytime soon because they say here, quote, trapping and relocating nuisance turkeys is not an option. The methods used to trap turkeys in remote areas are often impractical or Mm. ineffective in urban or suburban areas Mm -hmm. due to safety or disturbance. So even if the turkey was to be relocated, it may also continue its inappropriate actions when they are released or may move substantial distances to other suburban sites. All they say is you got to get rid of your bird feeders and you need to trim your branches so the turkey won't have a place to nest. That's the only help these people are getting from the local state agency. And, you know, I can't even take my uh, my one-year-old grandbaby. She just moved in, you know. Yeah, yeah, I hate her. Well, the little guy, he was kind of funny looking. In what way? I don't know, just funny looking. You know, like a turkey. Looked like a turkey is what? I think it's possible that the turkey uh, took me to the Paul Bunyan Hotel. I may have made love to a funny-looking turkey. (laughs) He's literally taken over my life. Also, may I suggest that if a turkey is being this much of a nuisance, Mm -hmm. attacking people, doing property damage, literally taking over your life... No one's down with a turkey dinner? (laughs) This seems like a problem with a solution that's fairly obvious, right? This seems like you should be able to. Kabam! Right. Kabam! Kabam! And that's the end of the turkey problem. And let that be a lesson to all of you other turkeys. I just... The DNR says not to let turkeys like Reggie or Gladys intimidate you. Reggie or Gladys! We can't decide what to call the turkey. Reggie or Gladys is not two turkeys, it's one turkey. Be hard seeing what we just saw. It recommends scaring them so they don't settle in your neighborhood. It's also important not to feed them. We did reach out regarding this particular wild turkey, but have yet to hear back. What would you feed a wild turkey? Other than a couple of shots of wild turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's literally taken over my life. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And that was David Darren's top five things. I really took my medicine there. (laughs) You really did. (laughs) And we're all the better for it. Uh Until we get a chance to do this for you again, thanks for listening. Hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davenport, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. And that's how she wrote. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.